This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omar Saleh and Hani Balkas on Pulse 95. Future Talk. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. This is the one and only place where we bring you the latest in robotics, artificial intelligence, gadgets, and applications. All that you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world is being brought to you right here on Pulse95. Lots and lots is in store on the show today, Hani. Isn't that right? Yes, Omnia. And now, if not many people know, but I do think a lot of people know, that Apple Maps never really actually worked right here in the UAE, but we do have some good news as Apple Maps can now actually provide turn-by-turn directions right here in the UAE, and I just tried it out on my way to work today. It works fully operational, and that is a good thing because we know that Google Maps has actually been dominating the navigation uh, environment, and I've been using Google Maps for the past five years. I agree with you. I mean, honestly, I never ever even thought of considering Apple Maps simply because people who do have it available always said Google Maps was so much better. Um, but coming up on Future Talk as well, we're going back to talk about lots and lots of TikTok drama. Uh, we've talked before on Twitter and Microsoft trying to basically rush to close the deal on buying TikTok in the U.S. But now Oracle has thrown its hat on the TikTok deal. Who's going to be able to close it? That's definitely something we're going to be telling you all about. But coming up on Future Talk as well, uh, we're also going to be having a very interesting conversation today all about one of the biggest video chat platforms that has dominated uh, right here in the UAE and also around the world since COVID-19 started in a, and became a part of our lives from uh, birthday calls to iftars to Ramadan gatherings to even Eid gatherings we've seen this platform dominate in every single way and that's definitely us talking all about Zoom so we're going to be speaking to the managing director of Zoom Middle East Mr. Sam Tayyan and it's definitely going to be a conversation that I'm sure you would want to tune into 100% very excited to talk about Zoom as Zoom has been actually the talk of the year ever since early late January until now Zoom has been the platform to go to when we're talking about video conferencing apps. Very excited. We have a lot in store today, whether it's about Apple Maps or even TikTok and how Oracle <laughs> is jumping into the TikTok race. So stay tuned right here on Pulse 95. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Now, Google has been our go-to, Google Maps actually, has been our go-to navigation app right here in the UAE and across the world. And Apple Maps has always been there, but it's always been in North America and in Europe. But now, Apple Maps can now actually provide directions right here in the UAE. And I'm very excited to talk about this today because, again, Omnia, remember the ecosystem. Every time we talk about Apple, we need to remember about their ecosystem and how everything is integrated, all their devices are integrated with one another now. Before, we never had we had Apple Maps available, but they would never give us directions. But now, users across the country will now get turn-by-turn directions from Apple Maps while walking or driving. Now, in the next several days, customers in the country will also be able to locate a store, a shopping store, or even navigate an airport. So we're talking about 
an airport or even a mall. So if you're going by the mall, Omnia, <laughs> and you want some McDonald's, you'll write in that uh, in the Apple map, McDonald's, and it'll tell you where to go. 100%. We no longer need to walk dif- walk through different parts of the mall just to find the shop that we're looking for. But adding to what you said about Apple having its very own ecosystem, which also encourages a lot of its customers uh, to go ahead and actually integrate themselves into that ecosystem, Apple has added that they're going to be giving that turn-by-turn direction feature to all of their users, whether you have an iPhone, an iPad, a MacBook, or even an Apple Watch. Mm. And Annie was actually just demonstrating to me during the break how uh, his Apple Maps was also available on his Apple Watch. Mm. So this is all going to be available starting from today. It started out yesterday for those of you who are up to date with Apple Maps, but you can actually even use it in the car uh, if you have CarPlay, and this is going to be able to navigate you through the streets without necessarily having to hold on to your phone or check it quite regularly. Now, Omnia, when we talk about Apple, I keep I keep pressing on this and keep <laughs> saying it. We're talking about an ecosystem and how ease of access and Apple is making our lives better, quicker, and faster. Now, I want to put you through something right now, Omnia. Mm. I want to put you through a scenario on how Apple Maps is going to be revolutionary right here in the UAE and how people outside of the UAE have used it. Now, for example, Omnia, mm-hmm. you tell me, you're on your laptop, you're on your computer, like you tell me, honey, I'm hungry, I want to go out for lunch. Mm-hmm. So you're going to write on your maps, there's a maps app on your MacBook, on your iPad, you're going to type, for example, McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to airdrop, or even sometimes it's integrated, as soon as you open your iPhone and click on maps. It'll actually it, pop up. It yeah. will pop up that you want to go to that store. So there's it's, it's integrated, it's quick and easy. And the same thing goes as we know with Safari as well. Mm, yes. If you have if you have a web page opened up on your laptop, you go to Safari on your phone and you click on it, it's going to come up with that same web page on the same place you left off. So Apple bringing this in, especially with CarPlay. Now we've seen CarPlay enact for a couple of years now, but the thing was, it was always towards Google Maps. It was towards, yeah, towards and Google Maps, and sometimes it, it would provide Waze. Uh, if you mm-hmm. don't, if you guys remember Waze, but now we're having the support of Apple Maps into CarPlay, which pay, plays a big role now, Omnia, because again, instead of typing on that touch screen on your on your on your car in your car can just type it on your phone Omnia and it will be directly sent to that car through Bluetooth or through USB or whatever connection you're using and you're automatically on your merry way <laughs> and you just you just reached your destination right Omnia I know it's time to go down yes and where do you want to go now Omnia well, you want to go to that McDonald's <laughs> that's in the mall someone is craving McDonald's and today <laughs> you're going to go to that one in Charger City Center so you're going to look at your watch Omnia it's going to tell you to walk straight Walk straight, turn left now, so it turn will, right. It will literally give you a step-by-step direction step-by-step from direction. the minute you leave your house up until you arrive to the place. But you know what's my favorite part about Apple Maps is the fact that they're also providing all of these features in Arabic. So for those of mm-hmm. you who are uh, speakers of the Arabic language, maybe you are not that good at English, this is definitely going to be coming in handy because they have full Arabic language support. Yeah. So this this again only comes it's it's I'm, it's amazing I'm very I'm very happy about it why because we know a lot of people who have the Apple Watch Omnia, they're runners. They like to train. They like to go on hikes. They like to walk around Charger or walk around the UAE in general. And some of them, Omnia, when they do run and they do walk, they have that uh, the, the the 3G or 4G Apple Watch, so they don't have their phone yes. with them. But now you have App- Apple Maps integrated in your phone, so you don't need your watch at all. Uh, because bef- before Omnia, you don't need your phone. You don't need your all. phone at yeah. all because before Omnia, you would have you could take calls through your Apple yes. Watch. You can do a lot with your Apple Watch. 
But now having a maps feature means you can leave your phone in your car, you go for a jog or for a hike. Quite and literally. You still have your phone on, but not actually on you. 100%. But away from Apple, and let's move on to talk a little bit about TikTok drama. Because uh, in the past month, we've definitely seen uh, TikTok in the U.S. being fought over by different platforms. We've seen Microsoft attempting to buy and secure a deal. Twitter followed after that. And now Oracle is actually weighing a potential bid for part of TikTok's business. And this is definitely going to be Microsoft's biggest rival. They're both trying to acquire one of the biggest video streaming applications in the world. Now, uh, the entry of Oracle could definitely challenge Microsoft's bargaining position. And that's majorly because they are the only part that has publicly confirmed that it was in talks with TikTok's owner, ByteDance. Now, Oracle Omnia is a huge company. They've actually mm. acquired Java. I don't know if, you, if a lot of people know what Java is. It's a programming language. It's, it's, it's a program- programming language, yeah. but it's it's been used very, very highly in, uh, in web browsing. Mm. Now, they acquired Java some years ago, and they've done great use with it. Mm. So having Oracle, I'm excited for Oracle. But at the same time, Omnia, we have to remember, mm. for example, Omnia, I, I ha- my specialty is in food. I was just going to tell and you And I that. acquire a coffee shop. Am I going to be able to handle and run that coffee uh, if shop? You, no, actually, if you acquire a food, like something in the food industry, I guess, you'll be able to be equipped. But example, like, let's say in example. retail and you decide to buy a coffee shop. I mean, that's a bit of a It's an, it's an example. For, so so does, does Oracle have the means? Do they understand social media? The thing is, to, they don't have any investments in social media. That's what apps. I'm saying. So, 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 are, do they have the means? Do they understand how social media works? Or mm. is their team capable of adapting? Or do they need to outsource people? So, a lot of questions come in mind. A lot of times, Omnia, we see uh, companies having the money, mm-hmm. but they don't have the means. They don't have the understanding. And this is going back again with Microsoft and how they they, they created their website Mixer. And a year later, they closed. They, not even a year later, they closed it down. Because they had no experience in video streaming platforms. 100%. Uh, I mean, it poses a lot of questions um, on who will be able to actually secure the deal. And as we know, uh, the value of TikTok's U.S. business uh, has definitely been between $20 billion and $50 billion. And there has been a lot of negotiations on lowering that value, lowering that price. And... President Donald Trump is definitely going to get a slice of the cake, no matter who owns it. And Oracle is coming in with that big bank because (laughs) Microsoft initially said they want to settle it at $30 billion. Mm. Uh, TikTok did give that price point of $50 billion. And Oracle's like, hey, I'll give you $43, $43 billion in cash. So they're going $13 billion up of Microsoft. And seven billion dollars under TikTok's asking price. So if I was TikTok, <laughs> I would business-wise, I would sell it to Oracle. But we have to know: is Oracle going to understand, and are they going to be able to manage TikTok? and improve it if it does need improvements. We want to hear from all of you. Who do you believe will be able to secure the deal on TikTok in the U.S.? Send in your thoughts at 4215-DO-IT-TISALAT or sign into our DMs at Pulse95Radio. Coming up on Future Talk, we have a very interesting conversation with Zoom's Gulf representative, Mr. Sam Tayyan, who's going to be telling us all about Zoom's newest features when it comes to how they're going to be integrating it to help out students who will be returning to school and who choose to go to school online through distance learning and also what are some of uh, the privacy updates that they have done in the 90-day plan. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95.
Future Talk. Future Talk with Omar Saleh and Hani Balkas on Pulse 95. Whenever we think of a social media network, we probably imagine news feeds, birthday reminders, and baby photos. But the social media network of the moment, or social network of the moment, may I say, the one that's currently getting more app downloads than both Snapchat and TikTok looks a little bit different. It's a video conferencing service called Zoom that I'm sure many of us have used and have trusted over the past few months. And Omnia, you know the saying, Zoom has been booming. Because honestly, they, they, they've been everywhere and it's been the talk of the year. We've talked about Zoom a lot on the show. We've and been using Zoom we've been when using we were Zoom. working from home. We've been using Zoom to talk. You and I uh, get get ideas across to each other. And I'm very excited today to have this interview, Omnia. Yes, indeed, because we're going to be speaking to Sam Tayyan, who is the mag- managing director of Zoom Middle East, joining us through Zoom as well. What a coincidence, is it? Welcome to the show, Mr. Sam. Hi, very nice to speak to you both. Thank you very much. It's great to have you. Uh, Sam, whenever we're talking about uh, Zoom, there's a lot of questions about where is it uh, in terms of its competition between other video chat platforms. And we've definitely seen Zoom booming through the past few months. It, It has potentially reached, if I'm not mistaken, 300 million daily users. So how has Zoom grown since COVID-19 and what is Zoom's usage uh, as far as of today? So you're certainly right. We've, 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 we have certainly grown in the past uh, few months. Um, and um, what I can say is, you know, obviously our focus is on customers, mm. on providing customers with an experience which wants them to use our uh, product, our platform mm-hmm. uh, in their daily usage and in their many use cases. I mean, we've seen here in the UAE, for example, in the first uh, week uh, from uh, you know, when, if you like, this, the current phase started around about March 16th, mm-hmm. we grew by about 100,000 users and that accelerated to a million within a month. So we have seen substantial growth. Oh, wow. Um, it's definitely one of the platforms that we all use at this point. And I want to know what makes Zoom so unique that, that a lot of people prefer using Zoom over a lot of other platforms? Well, it, it's a combination of factors. I mean, in many respects, you're as good a judge uh, as myself, as mm-hmm. Zoom users. You know, you can say what you like about the product. Um, but the things which we like to point out are obviously the great video experience. Zoom is a video-first platform. We were born with video in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and we work very hard to make sure both the video and the audio experience are excellent. In addition to other features such as security and collaboration and, and so on. Um, but in many respects, um, the users, our customers, are as good a judge as ourselves in terms of saying what particular aspect of Zoom they like. But it is the combination of all those factors, I believe, mm-hmm. and others. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, when we're looking at uh, the way Zoom has been able to cope with this huge surge in numbers of users, I mean, they went. Uh, your, your company went, I think, from about 10 million users per day to over 300 million users in the span of a very few months. Uh, And this growth has definitely placed it in the spotlight over a few privacy and security issues such as Zoom bombing, which is definitely understandable when we consider the number of users. But 
the the platform itself also took upon its shoulders to go ahead and find solutions to all of those issues. So can you share with us the security feature upgrades that have been done in line with Zoom's 90-day plan to ramp up its privacy and encryption? Absolutely. So at the beginning of this period, around about the beginning of April, uh, we enacted a 90-day feature freeze and we doubled down and tripled down on privacy, safety and security. Mm-hmm. So what we did was we <coughs> we released Zoom 5, 5.0, so the, um, which essentially then rolled on um, a, a large number of uh, security upgrades. First of all, we enhanced the encryption. We put enhanced 256-bit uh, encryption, GCM encryption, which is great. Um, we also put in place a lot of other things, such as waiting rooms, so we uh, impo- waiting rooms were, were available. We put them front and center in, in terms of awareness and in terms of being an obligated feature that you have to put in your meetings. Mm-hmm. So waiting rooms or uh, much enhanced password, passwords. So the passwords were stepped up, the waiting rooms were stepped up. And to give you an idea, before me joining this meeting today, you had to see who I was and had to accept me into Absolutely. a meeting. And that's pretty much become the standard. We also put a large amount of resource into talking to and educating our customers on how to use Zoom for the best possible experience. We have have a great blog which talks to general customers and also talks specifically to educators, telling them best practices. Now, I, will, I believe something that, that was very attractive to us users, that it was free and it was all... I, I've used Zoom personally to speak with my family in the U.S., and the quality of the of the video was perfect. I mean, I recorded shows through Zoom. and During lockdown. During lockdown, we recorded shows through Zoom. And it's, it's just amazing to see the, the, the surge of users come and come onto that platform and utilize every single aspect. And not only is it used to, uh, to, to communicate with, with one another, can be used for educational we've seen thousands of institutes use zoom and even us friends we've play, played hangman on zoom we have i know and the virtual backgrounds there are so many different features that made video chats become more of an experience rather than just a tool to mm. meet loved ones uh, we're gonna be yeah. taking yeah we're gonna be taking a short break but once we come back we're gonna be diving a little bit more into what features uh, is zoom adding to its students, its teachers to make education a little bit easier this upcoming semester, as well as a new platform called Zoom Home. If you have any questions for Mr. Sam Tayyan, please make sure you send them in at 4215, do it a lot, or slide into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. This is Pulse95. Future Talk. Future Talk. With Saleh and Hany Balkis on Pulse95. If we were to take a moment to look back at the past few months, the months of lockdown right here in the UAE and even the months post-lockdown, from Zoom work meetings to Zoom birthdays, Zoom iftars, Zoom Eid celebrations, Zoom weddings, Zoom recording sessions with Hani, we definitely would realize that we rely on video chat platforms a lot more than we ever thought before. And especially during the COVID-19 pandemic, it has definitely become a, a lifeline for our souls. Uh, joining us today is Sam Tayyan, Managing Director of Zoom Middle East, to tell us a little bit more about the behind the scenes on Zoom, all the different security features and updates that they have done. Now, now, now Sam, as we see, because of the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, a lot of workplaces are, are giving the option to either go to the office or stay at home and work work at home. 
But as people are returning to their office, will the application Zoom still be a part of people's workplace or even inspire more flexible working environments even post-COVID-19? Yes, I mean, I think that's a very good question. Um, What we're seeing, um, which is very interesting, is that as people do obviously return to offices partially, um, a lot of companies, a lot of organizations and a lot of people are finding that Zoom still offers a fantastic way to improve your efficiency throughout your working day. Um, If you've got meetings outside the office, Mm. you know, obviously you can beat the traffic jams, the quality of the video and the audio, and also the ability to interact with many people in different places adds a great deal of efficiency in terms of travel times, traffic, etc. And as you rightly said, it gives the flexibility to you know sometimes work from home sometimes work from the office mm-hmm. and mix it up in that respect and uh, we are finding i think um that people are continuing to uh, enjoy working in that way mm. now let's talk about zoom for home and its new category that does support everyone working from home that will be launching what is zoom home so zoom at home is uh, particularly essentially what what we're doing is a lot of us are used to using Zoom from, say, their mobile phone mm. or maybe a laptop or something like that. Mm. Um, we have uh, another way of using Zoom, which is called Zoom Rooms. And classically, these have been understood to be conference room systems. You know, when you walk into a conference room, you see a big screen on the mm. wall, maybe a camera hanging off the wall as well, and some maybe some microphones on the table. Mm. And it gives you a much enhanced um, quality of meeting and often it can allow several people to be physically on the same meeting rather than huddled around a laptop or something. That's fantastic, honestly, to think of hardware also being incorporated. But can you walk us a little bit through the process of using it? So what hardware would someone need to purchase uh, along with using the software of Zoom? So there are a bunch of uh, hardware partners. One in particular, for example, um, has a 27-inch screen product. Mm -hmm. Uh, which US, the US lists at $600. Mm. Um, and this 26-inch screen, 27-inch screen product is a touch screen with built-in cameras, uh, built-in um, microphones. You just st- potentially sit it on the end of your desk, start a Zoom meeting by just touching. So you don't need to open your laptop. You don't need to use your phone. You could be using your phone for something else during the meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and this gives you a, an enhanced Zoom experience. It sits on the end of your desk and is part of your, um, you know, part of your, your Zoom world. It's kind of a private room conferencing system, if you want to describe it at mm-hmm. that. And very affordable. So it's quite literally like walking into your little mini studio, mini conference room. Um, I believe... Absolutely. I believe with Zoom Home, there's also this feature where y- the, the program itself can actually organize a person's meetings. Can you tell us more about it? Yeah, you've got the ability, obviously, uh, to uh, you know, organize and schedule and so on. So you mm. can uh, you know, plan out your day, organize your meetings, have them all ready, ready to go. Um, yes, that, that's there. Mm. I think especially now that we've been seeing a lot of tech giants um, trusting remote working a lot more we've Mm. seen facebook twitter extending the process of working remotely for 
up to a year in advance. So this is definitely, I feel like, going to encourage mm. other companies right here in the UAE to do the same as well. Because I, I like to believe that uh, the traditional working, the eight hours working, the eight working hours that you had to be in the office uh, post COVID-19, and we're saying during COVID-19 that it's not necessarily a, a, a matter, a fact of the matter, that you can work from home and be flexible. Mm. And applications like Zoom do give you that flexibility. Again, I talked about how I, I, I use it to play games with my friends. Hangman, for example. Obviously, you can have a demonstration. There's a presentation feature on Zoom. I mean, uh, especially also during the months of lockdown, we had a lot of uh, Islamic holidays that were meant to be celebrated physically with loved mm. ones, where Zoom actually was able to fill in that void in our hearts. Yes. Um, uh, so it's definitely a great platform for many of us to become more integrated with it, even post-lockdown. Now, uh, a feature that I want to ask you about that you've mentioned uh, that was a part of the 90-day plan to for Zoom to basically ramp up its privacy has been encryption. You've mentioned waiting rooms, and I think a lot of us tend to hear of the term encryption, but not necessarily know what that entails exactly. So can you tell us a little bit more about the value of encryption when it comes to using a video chat platform? Yes, certainly I can. I'll just offer you just another thought on um, uh, Zoom for, for home. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned exactly that people want to be able to start instant meetings. That ability to use your home office as a kind of an extended part of your working environment mm. in almost a, a television walk, walk-in environment, you know, remote control rather than laptop and phone, um, that's really part of it, as you said. Mm-hmm. And that also enhances the social use as well mm. because people who may be a little bit un- comfortable or unwilling don't want to use their laptop for kind of multi-person activities can use a zoom for home device um coming to your point about encryption so what encryption really is is basically if you imagine a piece of paper you've written a letter on if you imagine all those all the characters of that letter jumbled up um that's if you like some kind of an analogy for encryption and there's a key which is the way to unjumble them so as i'm talking to you now our voice conversation Um, is encrypted so Mm -hmm. we use 256 bit which means really good encryption so we use you know lots of numbers to create an encryption key and to um, to encrypt the conversation so Mm -hmm. the conversation as it travels along the wires from me to you Mm -hmm. um, is encrypted Mm -hmm. um, and it means that if somebody you know metaphorically cut the wire and put his ear to the wire he couldn't hear what we were saying Um, So that's a kind of a a, a simple analogy. Mm -hmm. In terms of waiting rooms, these are really important because Mm -hmm. if you're, you know, I was expecting, for example, you invited me to this meeting, you're expecting me. If five or six other people show up on the meeting, you Mm -hmm. would know not to let them in via the waiting rooms. Mm -hmm. And we kind of divide it up into pre-meeting controls things you do when you're setting up your meeting to make it more secure before the meeting starts Mm. and in meeting control so things that you do during the meeting to keep it safe it's kind of between it's kind of like when people have to wait before entering a conference room so like or even a class the etiquette like knocking on the door or whatever it's similar in zoom now with the waiting rooms absolutely and it is a knocking sound you get when Mm. somebody uh, enters a waiting room Amazing. We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about Zoom's focus on education and and vertical in line with actually schools starting next month. Stay tuned. Only here on Pulse95. Pulse95. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkas on Pulse95.
Future Talk. This interview has definitely been giving me and bringing back so many memories that we have had during the COVID-19 lockdown. From celebrating Zoom birthdays to Zoom weddings right here in the Pulse 95 with the Pulse 95 mm. team to Zoom recordings with Hani Balqis. Yeah, we, we've, do, we've done a lot uh, over Zoom. Omni and I spent, I could tell you easily, we have over 30 hours logged definitely. on Zoom. Over 30 hours. I mean, with all the different events that we have done or celebrated from birthdays to iftars to gatherings to even weddings the only constant has been the video chat platform zoom and this is exactly why we are joined today by sam tayyan who is the managing director of zoom middle east welcome to the show once again mr sam thank you amir now, now, now let's talk about education as a lot of uh, students were using distant learning, uni- students in universities, schools, even preschools. I mm-hmm. have a cousin myself who, uh, who, who was using Zoom to talk with his teacher and even do a little bit of tutoring. But what's Zoom's focus on education right now that's happening since schools are starting next month? No, you're absolutely right. Education is a very important market for us. And um, we, we take it, we, we, we regard it as very important and we take it really seriously in terms of our focus and our, our attention. Mm-hmm. Um, we've worked with schools here in the UAE and the Middle East, um, also with universities as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got a lot of top universities who are using us and top schools as well. Um, what are the key features, I think, are the key important things? Uh, first of all, ease of use. You've got a very wide range of student ages mm-hmm. um, and it's got to be easy and slick to use for them and for their parents as well. But intuitive, give good quality of audio and video. Very important thing in Zoom is that a teacher can see the whole class on screen. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have more than 40 to 49 people on the screen at the same time. So if a teacher has a class of 20 or 30 students, he can see them all, which is really important in terms of keeping that teacher-pupil engagement um, as you speak. Absolutely. We've also had you know, big activities such as graduation ceremonies, things like that have been conducted on Zoom um, as well. And obviously, you know, the security and safety aspects, which we doubled down on, which we focus very hard on, is something very important to uh, parents as well. Um, final point, obviously you can record the classes, which is great. Mm. Because that means if you're unwell, if you miss a class, mm-hmm. or if you just want to go back over um, some of the points that the teacher made, then those classes can be available for the students. That's something I'd have loved to have when I was in school because, you know, when I didn't pay attention, that was it. I missed it. I was just going to recall. Yeah, I was just going to say this has definitely got to be my favorite feature because mm-hmm. I'm currently doing my master's. So having the option of the teacher recording that Zoom class, me being able to watch it at whatever time was best for me, if I'm not feeling well, it was definitely a great feature to have. And also Zoom does implement that raise the hand feature where if a student has a question or not, he's not going to, he or she is not going to disturb the class saying, hey, teacher, I have a question. He can just use that hand hand feature. Absolutely. You can put your hand up, you can chat, have a text chat going on. You can even, just like you do in school, uh, if you if the teacher has taught something and then wants to break the, the pupils into groups, mm. you can do what's called breakout rooms. So you can break each three or four students 
out into a small huddle to do、mm. their own piece of work separately. So you've got lots of features like that, which really make it very similar to the live experience. Zoom has been a lifeline for many people across the world. I have、uh, friends who studied in the US, and because of the pandemic, they had to come back to the UAE, but they still didn't miss any classes because of Zoom. They were using Zoom、uh, right here in the UAE while their, while their professor was teaching in the States, and maybe the only trouble they had was the time difference. Yeah. But other than that, Zoom. Has been a great product and a great app to kind of connect people and keep the world going. 100%. Um, a question that comes to mind in relation to using Zoom is how tech savvy parents and students can be. So, one of the biggest struggles that a lot of parents faced at the beginning of the lockdown is not being able to adapt as quick as they should have to the platforms. So, is there any easy guide or、uh, manual that parents and students can go through to basically get a quick Learning session on how to use Zoom、uh, before the beginning of the upcoming semester? So, we do have a blog which has some great best practices uh, for uh, pupils, uh, parents, and educators.、Mm. Um, so, I would, I would guide them towards that. that you, can, you can find it by, by Googling around our website.、Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing is, we, all, we have a great YouTube channel as well, which again has some really easy guides on how to use things and use some of the features. Uh, of the product. So, yeah, both. And,、um, uh, you know, there are events that happen, regular events and, and webinars, you know, video conferences,、uh, where we do also,、um, uh, you know, offer more information and so on、mm-hmm. as well. But I would, yes, I would encourage everybody to reach out as much as possible. Yes, indeed. Lots and lots of memories were created on Zoom, whether it was before lockdown or during lockdown、yeah. or even after. Zoom has been,、uh, has been my go to、uh, conferencing app. We used it, Omni and I, our manager, he talked to us through Zoom, and we had, a, I think it was like a 15, 17 person conference call. So、uh, thank you so much, Sam, for taking time out of your day and come ta- coming and talking with us and telling us a little bit more about Zoom. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you for having me on the show. It's a pleasure. To everyone tuning in to us right now, thank you so much for lending us your ears for this hour. Future Talk is coming to an end, but we hope that you got a little bit of a sneak peek onto what is it like behind the scenes of the video chat platform that we have used for、mm. several months now. But as we wrap up Future Talk, another show is going to be starting off on Pulse 95, and that is. The halftime show, the only place to be on at three with Amar Adouri. The only place to be at three with Amar Adouri, the halftime show. It's a pleasure <laughs> to have you in the studio, brother. Tell us, guide us through what's happening today at three o'clock. It's not every day I get someone who is very, very talented at such a young age that I wish I could be doing the same thing.、Aww. Yes. <laughs> And I have this talented、uh, footballer who happens to be a female, mixed by origin. She's coming on. I always talk about international and local. She's a bit of both. Mm. So best she, of both worlds. Best of both worlds. <laughs> She's doing things I don't think I was doing at the age of 12. You guys、I'm、don't want to know what I was doing at 12. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> But however, it's caused you to be a great you know, gentleman as we have on, you, on, on Future Talk. But I will say that、um, Anmas Alian is going to be on the show.、She's, um, I'm really fascinated with how bright and how、um, sharp the youth is nowadays. This generation is scary. It, it、uh, is、Omar. very scary. I, I had to ask her now with her mom. I was like, So what are you studying? And then I realized. She's in eighth grade. <laughs> oh、so、my it's, God. It's, it's not even like for me where I was like, normally what you're studying is like, what are you going to do at university? <laughs> what are you going to do at college? Her mom's like, 
She's she's in eighth grade. <laughs> generation so, yeah. is scary. And I mean, I had the actual pleasure to meet the to meet the little girl, and she looks very bright. And I hopefully we need soon to give her a round of applause just to hype her up That's before right. her interview. It's definitely going to be a very exciting show with Omar Duri. You don't want to miss out on that. She is the youngest guest as ever. far as of now ever on the on halftime show. show. Who knows? Omar, you always have surprises under your belt. That's right. I won't be surprised if you get a four-year-old a- footballer. And, and she's part studio. of the reset team. Don't forget that. That's right. Love you, honey. Mental health, physical health, all that you need to know about your body is going to be coming up in just a few moments. So keep Pulse95 locked. We wish you a beautiful afternoon and we'll see you next time. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.